0: I want for Christmas is it's you! you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so rough! <laughs> ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas!
0: So the Prime Minister's Annie comes into the room, his assistant, and he's like, I need a favor. You know, don't ask why or read into it. It's just a personality thing. But, you know, Natalie. And Annie is like, oh, the chubby girl. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Hugh Grant, too. We? He's like,
2: oh, uh, what we call her chubby? That's yeah. like my favorite line <laughs> in the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and the prime minister is like, um, could you redistribute her elsewhere? And Annie's like, consider it done. Mm.
1: <sighs> then we go back to daniel and sam our stepfather son duo daniel's looking at this picture of joe his recently passed away wife and that's when sam comes in and he's like let me tell you the tea the hot goss joanna the girl that i have a crush on is moving back to america gasp and he says that's the end of his life as he knows it oh baby and Daniel's like okay we need Kate and Leo and we need them right now <laughs> and they sit together on the couch and they watch Titanic together and they're like you know mimicking the 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 pose at the end of the boat where it's like I'm flying mm. Jack and Daniel tries to tell Sam that well Joanna may be wonderful There isn't just one person out there for each of us, but Sam is convinced that Joanna is the one for him.
2: Sweet boy. So So young. (laughs) He's such a baby. Yeah. So then we cut to Jamie and Aurelia. Aurelia is helping Jamie load all of the Christmas presents, many, many Christmas presents into the car for his family back at home. Um, He drops her off for the last time. Not really clear where he's dropping her off. It looks like a basketball court. Like- yeah, it's like the side of the
1: road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, is
2: that, is he going to the
0: airport or like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: maybe that's it. Maybe that was just like the closest stop on the way or like mm. he's pressed for time. Either way, um, <laughs> drops her off and he like says goodbye, shakes her hand. And in Portuguese, she says she will miss him and his very slow typing. And she like mimics like pecking at the keyboard. And she's like, yeah. and, he's, and you're very bad driving. She does the <laughs> steering wheel thing. And then she kisses him. Yeah. So bold. She tears up and walks away. And he's just like stunned. Mm-hmm. And he watches her leave before he gets back into his car. And then when he like goes and reverses, like maybe a foot, he gets hit yeah. immediately. Tough times. <laughs>
0: So back to Sam. Sam watches Billy Mac's music video and he has an epiphany. So he rushes home and tells Daniel the exact way that he is going to win over um, Joanna's heart. He is going to join the school band because girls love musicians. True. Yeah. (laughs) You're hitting the nail on the head. (laughs) And Daniel's like, that's brilliant. It's perfect. I love it. One issue you do not play an instrument cut to this very driven young boy learning how to play the drums yeah ladies <laughs> a young toddler child 15 year old will never will never
1: he's dedicated gotta respect it oh my gosh so we then cut to the office Christmas party it is finally happening uh it's at Mark's gallery that is Mia's friend. And, you know, everybody's mingling. They're having a good time. Karen is like, oh, I guess I'll go make the rounds. And Harry's like, oh, you're the best wife. And she's like, yeah, I know. So she goes to chat with some people. And that's when Mia immediately pulls Harry. And she's like, oh, like, can I have a dance? And he's like, oh, I I suppose so. So they go for a little dance. And it's like a slow dance, too. It's very intimate and, like, weird between a boss and employee, in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. That's illegal. Yeah, and they're like slow dancing, and he tells her that she looks very pretty, and she's like, "It's all for you." And he's like, "What?" And she leans in and whispers in his ear, "She's like, it's all for you, sir." And Karen just has to like watch this whole thing
2: happen, like
1: fully in front of your wife.
2: Sucks. Yeah, awful. The bitch is in devil horns too. She is.
1: (laughs) It's very weird. Yeah, what is, how is that relevant? so weird. She's like, I'm an atheist or whatever. I don't really know what the deal is, but it's fucking weird. Secret Satan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we then cut to the prime minister. He is, you know, hanging out in his study and watches Billy Mac pleading his case on, like, this TV show about wanting to be the Christmas number one and says that if he gets the Christmas number one, he promises to sing the song, Christmas is All Around – stark naked on tv on christmas
2: eve so everyone go out and buy that record stakes are high stakes Mm -hmm. are high um so sarah our dear friend laura linney is hanging Mm -hmm. out with karen while she watches harry flirt with mia in the double horns and Mm
0: -hmm. um the web you've just spun
2: (laughs) (laughs) and so um it's kind of nice to see them together like Mm -hmm. they must like see each other a lot at work function she's been working here for a couple years now right yeah and so they're chatting chatting and then emma thompson like makes a face at sarah and she's kind of like oh my god oh my god look who's coming look who's coming and sarah's like not getting it yeah it's carl carl comes up and he's like a little bit breathless and he's like i just wanted to ask you to dance before we
0: out of chances
2: he's got a little bit of an accent this is the first mm-hmm. time we really hear him like say yes. a full sentence yeah it's true um and Sarah like hands off her champagne to Karen who's like go 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 and mm-hmm. she dances with him and it's like it's like an in-sync song to start it's like pretty upbeat mm-hmm. but then it immediately cuts to Nora Jones turning on <sighs> Which like I don't know about y'all, but the "Couple Way with Me" album lives rent free in my mind. Absolutely, and- <laughs> it does. Yep. Yeah, I get so emotional whenever <laughs> I hear it. Like this is honestly the best like soundtrack this whole like portion of Sarah. So mm-hmm. they dance to Nora Jones and they slow dance, and Carl's like tucking her hair behind her ear, and like yeah. it's very.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's this, like, face that she made, and as soon as I saw it, I was, like – It it really hit me because I'm, like, I know exactly how this feels. When you when you really, really like somebody and they, like, start to show interest back and you're just, like, oh, my God, is this happening? Is this happening? Like, I don't want to do anything to screw it up. Like, as they're dancing, she's just, like, so still, and she had this facial expression. expression and I was, like, oh, man, I know that all too well. It's really – it was hitting me in a way where I was like, oh, that's such a specific oh, feeling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> where you like don't want to screw it up because you're like, oh, my God, I wanted this for so long. And I was just like, I know that face. I know that exact face very well. Absolutely. I'm
2: like cheering up to <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I should have gone for the Cosmo. Um, but, yeah, it's – so sweet and just it's so tentative and tender Mm -hmm. and so they end up leaving together he drives her back to her apartment and he walks her up and he's like I better go and he says good night but then they end up making out like they go in for the kiss and it's like steamy steamy Mm -hmm. and she's like you don't have to go and then she (laughs) excuses herself for a second she like rounds the corner where she's got this little staircase and she like freaks out she's like does the silent little like, yeah. oh my God. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Mm. And I have to say my college boyfriend <laughs> who shall not be named, um, mm. for Christmas one year, he got me a signed Laura Linney picture. And it was like, <gasps> I don't know if it was authentic, but it was like a freeze frame of this freak out, <laughs> which I think is so funny.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my God. I still have it. Cause I really think that's like so charming it's really mm. sweet but I was also like is it real is that really Laura Right. <laughs> it's like a printout it's really funny how did you get that I I didn't I didn't want to ask I was <laughs> sure <laughs> eBay yep. eBay um so <laughs> anyway she goes she like collects herself and she's like okay that's done and then she's like count to 10 like come to my room in 10 seconds and so he's like okay Carl's so down. Like he's... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like the OG quirky girl, Laura Linney, is like (laughs) taking him for a spin and he's here for it. Mm -hmm. And um, she runs upstairs. She like quick puts all of her shit away and like kisses her teddy bear and like throws it under the bed. And like he starts to walk up the stairs and Ava Cassidy's cover of Songbird starts playing. And wild, (laughs) it's like you thought you could top Nora Jones. Yeah, you can actually with this song. And so Mm -hmm. they like start making out so passionately like they run and join each other and it's just like freaking beautiful and this like mm-hmm. turns me like a couple years ago I was like okay this is the one I identify yeah. with now it's, yeah. it's just like gorgeous and um, they start making out and like whatever she's like so awkward like he tries to take off her dress and she's like you gotta tug it and like he's so gentle and- <laughs> with it
1: too there's also one point where like they kiss and he like pushes all of her hair back to look at her face and I was like <sighs> It's I'm so good,, Ill. I'm sick to my stomach because this is perfection
2: <sighs> and I think that's when he says, "You are beautiful." yeah, but like he doesn't say it in that way. This might be too specific, but he doesn't say it in that way, where like guys will say that, and you're like, you're yeah. saying that because you feel like you have to say that. Mm-hmm. He says it so earnestly, yes. and like his clothes come off, you realize he's just as jacked as you hoped he was, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Sarah's phone rings naturally. Ugh. I think her top is off at this point. It is. So she like pulls her slip back up around herself and she answers it. She's like, sorry, I have to answer this. And she's like, hello, darling. And she's like, no, I don't think I can get the Pope on the phone tonight. And then she's like, I don't think John Bon Jovi does exorcisms either. And then she hangs up the phone and we're kind of left thinking, who is she talking to? So in the midst of this
0: passionate, passionate moment, after... She gets off this, like, odd phone call. Like, you would never understand what she's talking about from, like, just her side. She's like, so that was a call from my brother. He's not well. I have to, you know, watch after him because our parents aren't around anymore. Like, they've passed away. And Carl tells her that life is full of interruptions and complications, which, like you just said, is a a super platitude. But... Okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Simple boy. And (laughs) I'm like, you know, at least he's understanding. Yeah. But then they go back to making out and Sarah's brother calls again. And Carl is like, which is very forward for the first night of being together. He's Mm -hmm. like, you know, will it make him better if you answer the phone? And she's like, probably not. And he's like, well, maybe you just don't answer it this time. And she answers it anyway which I think I would do too, like, who are you? Step off. But um, she talks to her brother who's clearly like having some sort of moment and she's like, you know what? We can definitely fix this. Let's put our heads together. Like, I'll come visit you. Um, No problem. Like, I'll come over. And at this point, Carl's mood is like totally killed. The mood is kind of dead and Mm -hmm. they just kind of like sit there.
2: It's so sad. It's so devastating. and. I kind of put the blame on the facility because why are they giving this man a phone at all hours? Like I don't oh, think yeah. that's real. Yeah, I right? think that's they did that for the movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like that's a, yeah. that's the only plot hole that I will call attention to mm-hmm. other than Jamie being messy. But like yeah. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like there's just no way that like if her brother is unwell mm-hmm. like to the extent that he's Believing that like he needs the Pope to do an exorcism. Yeah. Like someone would give him access to a phone as frequently as he seems to have it.
1: Yeah, there would be like specific Mm -hmm. hours for phone calls. Like he wouldn't have just like free access to a cell phone or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So also after the party, Karen and Harry, they're getting ready for bed Karen is changing into her pajamas, and she's like, oh, well, that was a good night, except I felt fat. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, yeah, the only dresses I can fit into were stuff that was previously owned by Pavarotti, which, I mean,
2: yeah.
0: She's like a green bean in the movie. Yeah. And, like, she also had two kids Mm -hmm. in the movie. Yeah. It's just like, why are we talking about this? Yes.
1: Yeah, brutal. Fully unnecessary. But yeah, he tells her not to be ridiculous. And Karen is like, Oh, you know, Mia, she's quite pretty, isn't she? And he's like, Is she? Stupid response. And mm-hmm. Karen is like, You know that she is, darling. Um, just be careful there.
2: Uh, <sighs> yeah also painful we cut to Sarah she is visiting her brother at this um I suppose mental facility that he is in I don't know the proper Mm -hmm. term for it um could just be like an
0: adult housing
2: adult housing it feels very sterile though like it
1: Mm -hmm. you know what I
2: mean yeah there's like a Um, hospital go
1: into depth element yeah
2: yeah and he's like um he intimates to her that he believes the nurses are trying to kill him. And she's very, like, frank. She's, like, not trying to kill you, babe. And then he goes to hit her. It's really intense. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a jerk, like, reaction that mm-hmm. he has. Um, And she stops him. Like, it's kind of clear that she's dealt with this before. She's, like, very equipped. Mm-hmm. And she tells him, don't do that, darling. And then they hold hands. Um, oh, nurses,
0: it's really sad. Because yeah. he, he clearly regrets lashing out. Mm-hmm. And he, she's just like, darling, like, it's okay. Like, th- mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. Like, there's clearly some anguish that he is dealing with mm-hmm. um, that, like, she cannot solve or fix, yeah. but yeah. It, it rests on her shoulders, or so, at least she feels that way. Yeah. Which is so sad.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's devastating, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Back at the office, um, Harry tells Mia that he'll be back at three. He's going to go grab some Christmas gifts, um, do some shopping. And she's like, oh, um, are you getting me something? And he's like, I hadn't thought about it. And she's like, he he goes off and says he'll see her later. And she's like, see you later. I'm really looking forward to it. (sighs) So Harry leaves and – I think – is it Harry that calls her or is it Mia?
1: I think it's Mia that calls him, but I could be wrong.
0: I think
2: Harry calls her. Oh, I think like, yeah. Yeah, I think he – because he's like, wait.
0: <laughs> oh, true, yeah. Because he's like, what do you want? Mm, um. Yeah. So he calls her and asks her what she wants, and he's like, oh, what do you need? Like a stapler, some new puns, da-da-da, and she's like – um, I want something I want, something pretty, like not something she needs.
1: Yeah, it's also very forward that she's like, Well, I thought it made it I made it very clear last night that when it comes to me, you can have everything. I was like, What? What is that? What are you yeah. saying right now? Very icky. So we then cut to like the department store. And Harry has met up with Karen and she's like, can you keep yourself occupied for like 10 minutes while I go do all the boring shopping for our mothers? So he ends up wandering over to the jewelry counter and he picks out – I'm sorry, I think this necklace is very <laughs> ugly. It is god-awful. Hey, <laughs> it's like – it looks like a gumball machine necklace. Like it's this gold heart. <laughs> for like – Three or four hundred dollars, yeah, it's it's atrocious how ugly it is, and the cost this necklace costs two hundred and seventy pounds, which is so much money insane, but he decides to buy it. And the salesperson is Rowan Atkinson, aka Mr. Bean. And (laughs) um, he's amazing, great in this little bit part. And he's like, oh, excellent. Would you like a gift wrapped? And he's like, sure, whatever. So the gift wrapping process, it's like a 10-minute montage that we're dealing with. So I'm just going to sum it up very quickly. But essentially (laughs) – First, he puts, in it the scenery. In, yeah, <laughs> he puts it in a little box. The box goes in this plastic bag. Inside the plastic bag goes dried roses and lavender. He also puts in a cinnamon stick. And then he's like, and next we put it in a Christmas box. And Harry is losing his mind. He's like, can we be quite quick? Like, my wife is- He's Maybe like, I'm, I'm trying to, to cheat on my minute. wife. Yeah, like, let's hurry it up. And he's like, it'll just be a moment, sir. As he's like- shaving these lavender like petals into this bag and he's like and lastly just like a christmas box And he's like i don't need a christmas box And he's like oh but the holly and he's like you know what just just forget it forget it and he steps away from the counter just as karen comes back and she's like oh loitering around the jewelry i see and he's like no no i wasn't and she's like oh don't worry I know more than to expect that from you, Mr. Oh, but you always love scarves.
2: Really <sighs> painful yeah. But to be good, well, we know exactly who he's buying it for, but mm. you know, you know, we still have a hope at this point, yes. I'd like to think. yeah okay. uh, <laughs> So guess what you guys? They're shopping late because it's one week till Christmas now. Oh My God. Colin, oh no. have we forgotten about our friend Colin? <laughs> He's making a pilgrimage to my homeland. He (laughs) rings Tony's doorbell and he's like, guess where I'm going? Wisconsin. And he like had to rent out his flat to pay for his ticket. So this man, this man invented Airbnb for a trip to Wisconsin for for a bing, bang, bong. And um, (laughs) so cut to John and Judy. Forget about them too. Mm. Me also. And If you're watching the network version. Me as well. You don't even know him. And so John and Judy are working together on this shoot. Um, They're posing for another sex scene, I believe. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: She is um, performing fellatio in this scene. And so she's on her knees. And he's like really nervous and like gesturing with his hands. And he's like working up the courage. And he's like, you know, it's just so nice. I think that you're so lovely. And I'd really... Well, wanted to know if you want to go for a Christmas drink. No pressure. <sighs> and she's like, I'd really like that. That sounds great. <laughs> and it's just another day at the office. Yeah. So that's fun.
0: So we cut to a montage. You know, we love a montage. Mm-hmm. And what do we see? Samuel still practicing drums to impress Joanna. Harry coming home late. And Karen's like, Where have you been? Finding a necklace inside his Coke pocket. Him watching his daughter rehearse as a lobster for the nativity play? Yeah. And then we go to Jamie, who's studying Portuguese at a Mm -hmm. language school. Then what? Oh, Karen seeing the necklace wrapped under the tree with a card. What happens next? Colin (laughs) goes to the airport to get on the train to Milwaukee.
1: The the train. The plane? The plane. (laughs) The
2: plane. (laughs) That's a transatlantic flight.
0: <laughs> um, and lastly, we see him hop into a cab in Milwaukee, asking the cabbie to take him anywhere, just any normal American bar.
2: I was going to say, I don't think anyone is surprised to know that that's not the Milwaukee airport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to be clear. That, make,
0: that,
1: that tracks. Um, <laughs> it looks like a hotel on the outside. <laughs> it really does. So he ends up going to this like random Wisconsin like dive bar and sits down orders a Budweiser and this girl is sitting at the bar and she's like a famous model but I don't know her name but she was like a big model oh, in like the 2000s. January show. No. No, no. Not Reese
2: Richards. No. Not, not yet. yet. This it. is someone else. Yeah. All the American girls are big. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So she's like, oh, my God, are you British? And he's like, yes, I am. Like, just landed. And then January Jones, who's, like, hanging out by the jukebox, is like, Oh, my God. Like, you're British. That's so amazing. They're immediately, like, very taken with him. And they're like, oh, wait till you meet Carol Ann. She loves British guys. And then Carol Ann comes in. And this actress, I can't remember her name either, but she's, in, she's been in, like, tons of stuff. And she walks in. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, it's so nice to meet you. So they all sit down at a table together. And they're making him say different things in his accent where they're like, oh, say this, like, straw. Oh, my God. Like, that's so funny. And so they ask him where he's staying. And he's like, oh, I don't know yet. I guess maybe I'll, like, go to a motel like they do in the movies. And they're like, oh, well, I mean, you could stay with us except we're really poor. So we only (sighs) have one bed that we all have to share. And, like – We're so poor that we can't even afford pajamas, so we would be naked. And he's like, that's fine with me? That sounds good? And they're like, great. Oh, and like, wait till you meet Harriet all the guys love her because she's the sexy one. And he's like, oh, <laughs> praise the Lord. And then January He's Jones, like, just cut my dick off right now. <laughs> just cut it Get it out of here. Oh and January God. Jones is like, oh, my God. And he's a Christian. <laughs> they all go back to their house. And we see in the window, like, all the girls undressing him as this, like, woman walks up in her little cowboy boots. And I did read that this actor that plays Colin, he returned his paycheck for this day of filming because he was like, you don't need to pay me to be undressed by beautiful
2: women. Oh my God, that wasn't a body double. a too much. Wow. Yeah, that
1: was him because they sh- they did like 21 takes or something like that. So he, was, he returned his paycheck for that day.
2: That's nuts. Yeah. That's cuckoo bananas.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. I have to say, I did look this up. Because I was like, what's the deal with Wisconsin? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why did they pick this state? Like, it mm-hmm. does feel like a very random place to yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. And this is the height of, like, pop culture, Wisconsin. Mm. Like, that 70s show is at the peak. I- oh, I
0: don't know, People are wearing cheese cat hats. They're like. Yeah,
2: which I wear I every day when I go home. But mm-hmm. um. Just kidding, I don't. Um, well,
0: that's for the longest. Like growing up as a kid, I was like, "Oh, Wisconsin, cheese state." Mm. Yeah, I was big just time. like that's the cheese state. Like people knew Wisconsin.
2: Yeah. Or that, yeah, like this is right in the middle of that '70s show because it ran from 1998 to 2006, and the movie "The Prince and Me" with Julia Stiles was also oh. released in 2004. So. You know, big couple of years for Wisconsin there. And yeah. as someone who was raised in a bar, like outside Milwaukee, I wasn't like squatting there. My dad owned it, but like, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it's all okay. But yeah. um, very accurate, very accurate set dressing. I oh, will say. There we go. Well nice. done. Nice.
1: Nice. Beautiful. Good job,
2: love, actually. Um, hello, Wisconsin. So back in the UK where I really want to be, um, the family... <laughs> Of Karen and Harry are all opening up their gifts and they I have a feeling they're doing they're like everyone opens one on Christmas Eve yeah my family does that yeah and does too and I think that yeah that's what's happening and so Karen obviously chooses the box with the necklace in it Mm -hmm, or so she uh... thinks because she opens it and it's like a like a nice but not a necklace box like box set Joni Mitchell CD. Um, It's not blue. I don't know what the other album is. Is it both sides now? I think it's both sides because that's what plays. Yeah. yeah. Um, So it's both sides now. Um, And Alan Rickman is like, so you can continue your emotional journey. And she plays it off really well. And Mm. she's like, of course. And then she's like, can I just absent myself for a minute? Too much ice cream. And she like, Walks into the bedroom oh and my gosh. she does like both sides now plays, and she just does this beautiful cry. And it like pans over pictures of the family, and it's, it's really just... sad.
1: It and broke it also, my heart. Yeah, it's
2: yes. devastating because then it cuts to Mia in her flat in like a trashy, like <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret lingerie set, mm-hmm. bright red, wearing the necklace and like looking very pleased with herself and it's awful. And then Emma Thompson walks back out and she's like, Oh my God, everyone's ready. And everyone's like in their coats. (sighs) And like, that's the part that really breaks. She like snaps right into mom mode and it's like nothing ever happened. The brave face,
0: the brave
1: face. Yeah. And getting to see that process of her like wiping away the tears and then like collecting herself before going out. Oh, it's so sad. Broke my heart. Moms get shit on. Yeah. Let me tell you. Constantly. Yeah.
0: At this moment, we cut back to Daniel and Sam. Daniel asks Sam if Joanna has noticed him yet, but he tells him, no, the thing about romance is that people only get together right at the end. And then he asks Daniel about his love life, and he's like, oh, there is nothing going on unless Claudia Schiffer comes in and then you're out on the street. (laughs) And I, like, can't believe he says this to his young son. (laughs) But he's like, his son's like, oh? And he's like, oh, yeah, we'd be having sex in every single one of these rooms, let me tell you.
1: Including yours. I was like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) It's like Liam and Eason. And then he pisses his pants. (laughs) Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Stop typing.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So (laughs) the next thing we know, well, I guess it's that same night. It's Christmas Eve, I'm assuming. This Mm -hmm. is like the night of the pageant. So it's time to find out who the Christmas number one is. And it is... Billy Mac, <laughs> Billy Mac is Woo! the Christmas number 1. Ooh. So clap, everyone's clap, celebrating. Clap. He like gets on the radio on the phone and they're like, "How are you going to celebrate?" And he's like, "Well, either like a true tragic rock star, I'll get drunk with my fat manager Joe, or when I hang up, I'll be flooded with invites to glamorous parties." And lo and behold, as soon as he hangs up, who does he get a call from? Sir Elton John with a party invitation. (laughs) And he's like, send the most embarrassingly huge car you can and I'll be fucking
2: there, bro. Mac is back, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Jack and Judy are closed. And Jack is dropping Judy off after their date, saying goodnight on her doorstep. She lives in a cute little walk up. And um, she is wearing a light, light pink turtleneck. So it's essentially like she's not wearing anything. It's the oh, same yeah. color as her skin. Um, he slowly starts to lean in for a kiss. And then he's like, Ugh. and he like chickens out. And she goes in for the smooch. And our our girl, our simple girl, Judy goes, all I want for Christmas is you. And he's like, all right <laughs> <laughs> she walks inside and he's actually stoked about it yeah, that is <laughs> a cute moment I just like, I can't oh,
1: imagine oh, as an actor being able to deliver that line not cringing because it's such a weird thing to all say to be like Christmas is you, you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so rough <laughs> but he you, you
0: practicing in your trailer <laughs> yeah all I want oh, for Christmas. Christmas is you. All I want for
2: Christmas is, is you. <laughs> oh, my God. She's delivering. All I want
0: for Christmas is you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this Sorry, girl's God. been putting some compromising positions this, in this movie. Absolutely. This poor Certainly. <laughs> but she delivered her most important line. She did. And she knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Jack jumps, like, three steps off the door, and he's yeah. like, Whoa! Like, he freaks out. Like, that's a little cringe, too. It's nice. Mm. They're both cringe, and that's Mm. why they make sense together. Yeah. It did remind me of, like, in Hitch,
1: um, like, the first of all, the whole, like, 90-10 thing with the kiss made me think of that, but Uh, also the way that Albert Brenneman, like, celebrates after, like, he kisses Allegro for the first time in Hitch, where he, like, does his little heel kick down the street. It reminded me of that. (laughs) So, like, I always appreciate that cute little, like, first kiss moment.
0: Yeah. Sweet. So, Jamie comes through the door at his family's house, and everyone is very excited to see him. But as soon as he steps inside, he's like, well, I better be off. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. And all (laughs) the kids are like,
1: I hate Uncle Jamie. Uncle Jamie's the worst. (laughs) Because when he walks in, there's such a huge celebration. And they're like,
2: I hate Uncle Jamie. I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> but he leaves, he leaves the presents, which he is does. what matters. He does. <laughs> does.
0: But he catches a cab to Gatwick Airport ASAP. Yeah.
1: yeah. Meanwhile, wow. back at the office, it's Christmas Eve, and both Sarah and Carl are working late once again. So Carl goes over to Sarah's desk before he leaves and he's like about to say something to her. He's like, Sarah, you know, I, and then he stops and just says, Merry Christmas. And then walks away
2: emotionally
1: inept oh my gosh can't take the heat yeah sarah begins to tear up she starts to get emotional so then she pulls out her phone and she actually calls her brother herself and she's like hi babe like how are you doing is it all party 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 over there um just to talk about what's going on and then we do later see her go visit her brother at the facility and they're both wearing santa hats and they exchange gifts and have like this really sweet hug um, it's really tender, but also very sad moment So sad mm-hmm. Ugh.
2: So we cut to Peter and Juliet They're sitting watching TV, drinking some wine They hear a ring at the door Juliet runs downstairs to answer it It's Mark He is holding a sign and a jukebox that's singing Silent Night <laughs> um, Doesn't sound like it, but he tells her to say it's carol singers Fully a studio recording yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the most talented child in the world is at their doorstep <laughs> and um, perfect pitch. And mm. so he's holding a big poster board and that's how he's communicating to her. And um, Peter yells from like upstairs. He's like, oh, give him a quid and tell him to bugger off. And he like turns up the TV conveniently. Mm. And so this is the famous memeable scene, the scene mm. that set every expectation I've ever had in my life for a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, mm hmm pretty devastating and she's uh (laughs) so she's standing there and she's like what the fuck she's wearing a little white off the shoulder sweater Mm -hmm. and um mark's holding the sun and he's like shuffling through these poster boards y'all know this scene you don't even tell you about it but i'm gonna Mm -hmm. and it says (laughs) with any luck by next year i'll be going out with one of these girls flips it there's pictures of like you know models coke chic and then Mm -hmm. uh flips it For now, let me say, flip without hope or agenda, flip just because it's Christmas. And at Christmas, you tell the truth. Flip. Who made that up? (laughs) Most like lies. (laughs) Lies of Manelli over here. (laughs) Um, At Christmas, you tell the truth, though, Mo. So he flips it and it says, This one breaks me. To me, you are perfect. When you're 17, you just want someone to tell you you're perfect. Yeah, so real. Flips it. And my wasted heart will love you until you look like this. Flips it. Emaciated corpse, just to like (laughs) bring us back down to reality. (laughs) Nasty, nasty image. (laughs) Flips it. Merry Christmas. Puts down the cards, gives her a little double thumbs up in his little sweater. And he walks away. She runs after him gives him like a pretty like long but chaste kiss Mm -hmm. and then like runs back to Peter and he goes and I say this a lot too and people don't know what I'm (laughs) referencing he goes enough enough now and so Mark is satisfied with closing the loop on his own fantasy Um,
1: I just that's good I want everybody to know that in the notes it does not say when the flips are but Monica nailed every (laughs) single one of them she knew it by heart.
0: Bitch,
2: if someone showed up at my door with some postcards. You'd be like, flip it now. Flip. I'm like, flip. <laughs> but I'm also oh my like, gosh. drop them. Let's go to yeah. bed. Let's go.
1: <laughs> as, <laughs> like, as we were uh, – this is like a behind the scenes thing because with our notes, we always like divide up who's talking about which scene. And as we were dividing it, we were like, oh, thank God Monica has this scene because – this is like your scene you're the expert on. Unfortunately, this
2: is the scene that many people in a contemporary analysis of this film say that's creepy and shitty. Yeah. This is my favorite
0: scene. I (laughs) don't think it's that creepy. Like, I think that if someone respectfully was in love with me and they wanted to, he was never going to tell her. The only reason she found out was because she wanted to see the the video. That's Mm -hmm. true. Um, And I think part of the reason why he told her, too, was because she was like, you've always hated me. Like, you've never liked me. Mm -hmm. And then, like, imagine hearing that about someone you love who doesn't know you love them. And they're like, you hate me. You dislike me. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, My
0: man needs some therapy out here.
2: mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a little repressed. (laughs) Just a
1: little bit. (laughs) A little. (laughs) You <laughs> gotta, gotta find himself a nice gal Who is not dating his best friend um, For sure but he can fall in love with Yeah I agree. Absolutely So we go back to Joe
0: And Joe is drinking champagne on his couch And watching Billy's um, music video When who should show up But Billy himself oh. And he's like I was at Elton's party for a minute But I had an epiphany about Christmas. So Billy tells him that Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. And he realized that as dire chance and fateful cock up would have it. I don't understand how people speak.
1: (laughs) Cock up is like like a mess up, like a fuck up.
0: Mid 50s and without knowing it, I've spent most of my adult life with a chubby employee and as much as it grieves me to say it, it might be the people I love is in fact you. And he tells Joe that um, he turned out to be the fucking love of his life and that they've had a wonderful life which is really beautiful because he like is not the best person to manage Mm -hmm. for most of the film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Joe says it's been an honor and he feels very proud. And they hug. And then Billy suggests they get pissed drunk and watch porn.
1: The first time (laughs) I watched this movie, I was like, I was like, is he saying he's like in love with him? I was
2: also confused. I thought so as well. The first couple watches. Yeah. You go to Elton John's and you're as gay as a maple. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh my God, is this like a little. Gay storyline that they just kind of like wedge in, but I I don't think it is, but it could be. The potential is there. It's
2: there. I think it's just like you've been there for me.
1: Yeah, and like God bless you. <laughs> if you as the viewer want it to be there, it can be there.
2: For yeah, sure. yeah. Life's what you make it. So let's make it rock. Exactly.
1: So then we cut back to the prime minister. He's looking through all of these different Christmas cards when he comes across one from Natalie. And in it, she wishes him a Merry Christmas and basically like apologizes for what happened with the president. It's like, girl, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. But she's like, it was an off moment. And I feel like a prize idiot because actually, I'm yours. And says, mm-hmm. with love you're natalie and he's oh, like wow. right so immediately calls down for a car and he's like
2: take me to wandsworth the dodgy end and off to wandsworth we go and yes. it is the longest street in the world yeah. <laughs> we didn't think to go into the directory and look up her address um no didn't look at her contact she didn't ask
1: hr anything just go
2: when you run the country, you don't have to think about logistics. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so we have to go door to door looking for Natalie. Um, it's a quest. Um, it's like Mm -hmm. looking for room at the inn. And so, uh, we run into a granny and she's like, are you the prime minister? And he's like, sorry for all the cuckups this year. Mm -hmm. And then we, we open the door. It looks empty at first, but then the camera pans down to a group of three little girls. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, And the little girls are like, are you singing Christmas carols? And he's like, oh, uh, no. And the girls are begging. They're like, please, uh, please, please. And so he starts to sing, of all things, Good King Wenceslas. Classic. Classic. Very, like, Hugh Grant fashion. It's very uncomfortable until uh, his Copper is Copper joins yeah. in bodyguard. Beautiful voice, <laughs> just like operatic. Yeah. true, like a true mm-hmm. bass. Mm-hmm. And um, the girls are partying, like they're up in the club. They are jamming. They are jamming to Good King Wenceslas. And so, um, next door, it's Mia's door. Mia's intrigued. She loves men in power. Um, she's like, you're not she who does. <laughs> She's like, you're not who I think you are are you? Just like disgusting. Ugh. Hater. And um, he's like, no, I'm looking for Natalie. And she's like, she lives next door. Jackpot. He finally rings Natalie's doorbell. And the entire family is crammed into the (laughs) entryway on their way out to the local elementary school's Christmas concert. Mm -hmm. We don't see Natalie yet, but then we see her coming down the stairs with maybe my favorite line in the whole movie. (laughs) where the fuck is my fucking coat (laughs) (laughs) where the fuck is my fucking coat (laughs) a relatable queen and um her dad says something absurd again he's like oh uh someone's here to see you plumpy and um ridiculous what just awful just awful and so she introduces everyone all like 11 people standing in that doorway to the mm-hmm. prime minister she's like we're on our way to the school christmas concert the prime minister's like i need to see natalie on some state business but i don't want to make you late like he's clearly being polite mm-hmm. and um, the mom goes well all oh, the schools are together at this christmas concert if we're late, like keith will be very disappointed <laughs> like she's like talking to the prime minister and she yeah
1: She's like, I've been working on this papier-mâché costume for weeks.
2: So, Which, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, Keith, I take it is yeah. in this humongous octopus costume. Yes, it does look very good. It's yeah. ex- you know what the moms in this neighborhood can paper mache the shit out of things. It's pretty Absolutely. impressive. Um, yeah. So the prime minister offers to give Natalie a lift, and like the whole family like disperses into his motorcade, <laughs> um, and. He uh, offers Natalie, obviously, a seat in his car with Keith um, so that they can have a little necessary chat. Yes.
0: So in the car, Natalie, the prime minister, and Keith are sitting together, and the prime minister thanks her for the Christmas card, and Natalie's like, I'm so sorry. What happened with the president? and um, she tells him that she thinks about him all the time. Mm. Suddenly they arrive. Like the school is literally around the corner. And he's like, Ugh, I probably you know, shouldn't go in, steal the kid's thunder, but I'll be very sorry to drive away from you. And Natalie's like, hold on. Give me one second. Meanwhile, Jamie arrives at – how do you say that?
1: Marseille.
0: Marseille. Marseille. That airport, (laughs) and he gets in a cab. He's in Portugal, I'm assuming.
1: France. He's
2: in France at this point. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, because she lives in France. I always think she goes back to Portugal.
2: I always think that too. Yeah. It's kind of confusing
1: because, like, it seems like everybody in the neighborhood speaks Portuguese, but they're in France.
0: Maybe it's just like a neighborhood, a niche neighborhood.
1: Portugal town. Yeah, there (laughs) we go. So we then cut back to Natalie and the Prime Minister, and Natalie is like, okay, so we can watch from backstage, we can sneak into the school, I used to go here, so I know the way, and they sneak in. Backstage, who do they end up running into, though? The Prime Minister's sister, Karen, with her kids, and she's Mm -hmm. like oh my god, like, what are you doing here? She's so shocked that he showed up. She's like, oh, I told your secretary, secretary, secretary about this thing, but I never expected you to come. And he's like, of course, I'm here. You know, I just want to watch from backstage. So I don't, you know, steal any attention. And she just like, this poor woman, she just looks at him and she's like, I've never been gladder to see my stupid big brother and gives him a huge hug and just thanks him for coming because this woman is going through a horrible
2: time. He looks genuinely concerned too. Yes. I think that this is like a moment that Hugh Grant did not have to play, but yeah. he played it really beautifully. Like, Absolutely, yeah. Just like, I can't do with this right now, yeah. but I'm really worried about my sister. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like you can see him making a mental note of like, I will be following up on this yeah Yeah.
2: exactly yeah
1: so he then introduces his sister karen to natalie and gavin his copper and karen looks at natalie and she's like oh my god like 20 years ago you would have been just his type like be careful and Natalie's like oh yes sir like don't try anything just because it's christmas and she's like no i'm serious like you stay away from her type of thing (laughs) But it's showtime, so Karen goes off to rush the kids on stage.
2: And now we're at the concert. Gang's all here. Uh, Weirdly, uh, Jack and Judy are in the audience, which is really funny. Um, And (laughs) don't know why, but we've also got, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Harry and Karen and uh, Jesus Christ. Who else? Well, Natalie's whole family, all, like, 11 people we just met. So, and this concert has everything. We have kids Mm -hmm. doing the nativity and we've got kids dressed as lobsters. We have mm. a giant whale, like, clearly eating a poisonous dead fish. Climate change commentary in 2003, groundbreaking. Yep. We've got yep. an inexplicable Wiseman with a Spider-Man face paint situation Apparently, going on. Apparently
1: that's, I think like Richard Curtis's son or something. Like it's one of his Aww. relatives who's wearing <laughs> like a little crown and his face is painted like Spider-Man. <laughs>
2: it's so sweet. Yeah. It's just, it makes no sense, but I'm just like, you know what? Nothing else makes sense. This is so fine. exactly. Um, and so the, I assume like headmaster comes on stage and like introduces, Joanna, who has collaborated with her mother and all of the teachers who are singing in the chorus on this pop hit. They're like, please forgive us. Mm-hmm. Like curtain comes up. Joanna, who is gorgeous, who is wearing yeah. like, low rise sparkle jeans, yeah. like the, like
0: uh, Hillary Duff. Oh, my gosh. The Lizzie McGuire movie. Yes. Fit on.
2: Yeah. yeah she's like a Y2 queen. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um she starts singing, All I Want for Christmas is You. And mm. who's behind her? Bang, bang, banging on the drums. Oh. Our boy, Sam. Sweet Our boy. boy. Ah, We're so proud of him. Yeah. And His face lights up. He's who I forgot. He's in the audience. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole song, it really like is incredible. She sings, mm. I think Christina Gregory told me that she actually was too good. So they had yeah. her sing "Less Good" on this, which mm-hmm. is they did, yeah, incredible. Um, and so, yeah, she sings, sings, sings. My favorite part, personally, is when her b boys come out and start dancing, and they're Love just it. like boys in hoodies, like waving their arms. They really
1: <laughs> it makes me think of um in a Sister Act two when they're doing uh-huh. like that whole performance and people are like break dancing to yes joyful, joyful. It's like that kind of vibe.
2: Like, apropos of nothing, like, these mm-hmm. boys didn't want to sing, so we made them, like, yeah. backup dancers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when we get to the key, all I want for Christmas is you line, Joanna points at Sam. She mm-hmm. turns her back to the audience. And she points at Sam and he's thrilled. His sweet little face lights up. But then she turns and points to like five other people out in the audience and his face falls. Oh. He looks freaking pissed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor boy. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, while all of this is happening, the prime minister and Natalie are getting hot and heavy backstage because nothing mm. turns me on like <laughs> children singing. So- <laughs> Mariah sung by a thirteen year old. <laughs> They're going for it, and um, yeah. at the end, Sam kind of finishes it really abruptly, like with the drums. He mm. like goes, and then like whatever, nobody notices. Mm. Everyone's clapping. Curtain goes up, and it reveals Prime Minister Natalie smooching. Oh my god! They have a little bit like. Mm. Who's whistling in the audience? Creep ass Alan Rickman. It's very.
1: <laughs> I did not notice that. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> He's like, my brother in law can get it. Um, yeah. And <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. But um, Natalie's like, what do we do now? He's like, smile, wave, take a bow, mm-hmm. ever the politician. And she yes. doesn't bow. She gives the most dainty, delightful curtsy. Yeah. She's cut out for this. She's going to do well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So after the concert,
0: Karen confronts Harry um, and she asks him if he was in her position, what he would do. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she says, would you wait around to find out if it's just a necklace or sex in a necklace? Or if worst of all, it's a necklace in love, would you stay? Knowing life would always be a little bit worse. And Harry like, you know, the self-flagellation i'm a fool blah 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 and karen's like no like you made a fool out of me and my life
2: Mm.
0: very devastating so sad Mm -hmm. and then her kids come out and she greets them of course she's so proud of them and she's like come on let's go home like i have treats at home
1: The way that she – because this happens like twice in this conversation where at one point when she's mid-sentence, somebody comes up and is like, oh, Merry Christmas. She's like, thank you, thank you. And then goes back into this whole thing of like, what would you do if like your husband bought a necklace for someone else? And then the kids come out and she's immediately like, darlings, oh my God. The way that she just like completely masks this like horrible, devastating moment that happened to her is – like, gut-wrenching to watch, but also just a mm-hmm. testament to how talented Emma Thompson is. Like, she's so good. She
2: really is. She's She plays it so expertly, and you mm-hmm. just have such – we know very little about her, but we have such a picture of her interior yeah. life.
1: And mm-hmm. I, I did read that – because Emma Thompson, she was cheated on in her first marriage, um, oh. so she did use a lot of that in this performance. And I think it really shows. She paints such, like, a beautiful, layered – performance yeah i absolutely agree so after the show daniel goes over to sam like gushes about how wonderful the performance was and sam is like yeah but my plan didn't work and daniel's like okay well you just have to tell her that you love her but it turns out that joanna and her family are flying back to america tonight and daniel's like listen you have nothing to lose. And if you don't do it now, you'll regret it. Like, I never told your mom enough that I loved her. You got to do it. And he's like, all right, let's do it. Let's get the shit kicked out of us by love. So they're about to storm out of the school when who does Daniel bump into but Claudia <laughs> Schiffer herself? And no way. Playing, I love it. Playing literally some random woman named Carol, like a mom at the school, but it's Claudia That's Schiffer. Too funny. Yeah. It's so good. And so they're like, oh, my God, hi. And they had like a little flirty moment. And I did read that she got paid like $300,000 for her like less than one minute of on-camera footage. That's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty insane. So Daniel and Sam end up rushing outside, but Joanna's already getting into a car off to the airport. And so Daniel's like, don't worry. I know a shortcut. And they do the classic airport chase down.
2: So coming from another airport, Jamie goes to Aurelia's house. We are now in Marseille Provence. And so he knocks on the front door. Aurelia's dad answers the door and like a oh, wife beater and yeah. like <laughs> boxers. And um, he asks in Portuguese because remember he was practicing in his little Walkman and, mm-hmm. um, for his daughter's hand in marriage. And so Aurelia's dad calls over his daughter. It ends up being Aurelia's sister, who is, for the purposes of the comedy of this, physically the opposite of Aurelia. And he's like, hey, this guy wants to marry you. And she's like, you're going to sell me to a complete stranger? She's like, what the hell, dad? And luckily Colin Firth knows enough Portuguese to pick up on this. And he's like, "Uh, I met your other daughter. And the dad's like, oh, she's working. I'll take you there. And so they, they like parade through the town and, um, there's rumors flying. It's like Portuguese telephone up in here. Mm. They're like, Oh yeah, we're going to sell Aurelia as a slave to this Englishman. And like, there's just like mass confusion. Cause clearly Aurelia is like cream of the crop here. Mm. Um, and I think that another like fat phobic comment is like, Someone is. Someone calls her sister like Miss Dunkin' Donuts two thousand and three or something yeah. like insane, and it just sucks. But all of that mm. aside, it is quite funny that the ultimate conclusion is that I think someone goes, "He's gonna kill Aurelia," yeah. and someone's like, <laughs> "Cool, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly."
1: <laughs> Pretty wild.
2: Yeah, small town.
1: So then we go back to the airport. Sam and Daniel are obviously turned away because they don't have boarding passes. But while the, like, customs agent guy is distracted by Rowan Atkinson, who's looking for his boarding pass, Sam just, like, fully runs through security, books it through the little metal detector. And I'm like, you cannot do this. Like, this looks like a terrorist attack. Absolutely yeah. insane. Um, he rushes through the airport and finally makes it to the gate. And while as every everybody is like distracted by Billy Mack getting naked on TV as promised, he ends up <laughs> stopping Joanna just in time before she gets on her plane. And she's like, Sam, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, You know my name? And she's like, Of course I do. <laughs> and of course at this point, security has caught up to him. For some reason, they're not immediately apprehending him. They're letting him have this little combo. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I guess I gotta go. So security then, like, pulls him out back to the front, and they just, like, drop him off outside. He's not arrested. There seems to be no legal action taken against this very legal thing that he's done, but whatever. So he's out at the front with Daniel once again, but Joanna has run after him from her gate, and she ends up kissing him on the cheek before going back to get on her plane. And so Daniel and Sam celebrate, and they have a little hug. It's very sweet.
2: so nice. So, Jamie and the whole town, after the rumors fly on the way, make it to the restaurant, finally, where Aurelia works, and he spots Aurelia serving on the top floor. Everyone goes silent. There is a little, like, buzz before where the (laughs) dad's like, he wants to marry Aurelia, and the guy's like, or the restaurant owner mm-hmm. presumably is like, you can. She's my best waitress. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> she's good at her job. Um, mm-hmm. And so, in his broken, broken, broken Portuguese, yeah. Colin Firth says to Aurelia, "It's very Romeo and Juliet because he's down. Yeah, like on the upper level of the restaurant, just like looking mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, yeah, and he's like, beautiful Aurelia. I've come here with a view to asking you to marriage me." I know I seem in person because I hardly know you, but sometimes things are just so transparency, they don't need evidential proof. And I will inhabit here with you, or you may inhabit with me in England. And the sister chimes in, she's like, go to England with him, like in Portuguese, obviously. Yeah. She's like, you can marry Prince Harry and like, d- or Prince William, sorry. Yes. That was- back in the day so Freudian <laughs> Prince William was the shit back in the day yeah um <laughs> she's like you can marry Prince William instead um and I'm not sure if Jamie picks up on this but he keeps going mm. he pers- nevertheless he persisted yes. and he goes of course I don't expecting you to be as foolish as me and of course I prediction you say no but it's a uh, Christmas and I just wanted to uh Check. And so (laughs) it's sweet. And the the sister goes, Oh, God, say yes, you skinny moron. And Aurelia, very, she seems coy, but maybe it's a language barrier thing. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe she Mm -hmm. is a shy girl. Yeah. But she goes, Thank you. That will be nice. And she smirks a little bit. And she's like, Yes is being my answer to the question. Mm -hmm. And Everybody claps and Aurelia goes downstairs and they finally kiss. And it's kind of like a big fat Greek wedding moment where then like everyone has to come kiss Jamie. (laughs) It's like a whole thing. I did read
1: that they did choreograph this kiss between the two of them. Really? Um, yeah, so, like, I don't think that they had, like, an intimacy choreographer, but they definitely had, like, somebody come in and, like, design this kiss, and they purposely, like, designed him, like, touching her lip with his, like, thumb. Oh. It was all planned, yeah. Very sexy. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So one month later, Billy is picked up by Joe at the airport. They have a little reunion Peter and Juliet pick up Jamie and Aurelia, and I think Aurelia is like, oh, you have such handsome friends. And Mark is also there with them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Karen and the kids pick up Henry, who has been on, I'm assuming, a business trip. And Karen is like, let's go home. Home. Like, Mm -hmm. incredulous of calling it home, which is devastating. And then Sam rushes up to Joanna, and they have their reunion, and Daniel's like, oh, he should have kissed her. But Claudia Schiffer, (laughs) okay, Daniel's new girlfriend, Mm -hmm. is like, no, it's cool.
1: Yeah. So then we see that Tony is there to pick up Colin, but he runs into who? Jack and just Judy, Who are now engaged after only a month of knowing each other. So, well, I guess maybe it's like two months, but still very quick to be betrothed. And he says,
2: (laughs) might finally get a shag at last. Yeah. She's like, oh, not tea. (laughs) tea. So Tony then
1: meets up with Colin, who has finally arrived back from Wisco. He rolls up with Harriet, his new girlfriend, and she's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. I brought my sister to stay. And it's Carla, a.k.a. Denise Richards, who walks right (laughs) up to Tony and is like, oh, my God, like, I heard you were gorgeous, and just starts, like, making out with him right off the bat. So things are looking up for colin and tony very cool yeah i
2: guess pretty wild that she heard the only person she could have heard this from was colin yeah. that he's gorgeous yeah where tony literally called colin ugly to his face yeah
1: colin <laughs> like, is wingman the of the century
2: <laughs> right now. he really is he played the long game yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and wild. who else
1: is also on this exact flight which makes me wonder like where are all these these people are all coming from the same place their flights are all just like coincidentally landing at the same time i don't know but the prime minister also arrives at the gate and natalie immediately jumps up jumps into his arms hugs him kisses him and i hate that this is the last line of the movie but he says Uh. he's like god you weigh a lot and she's like oh shut your face And they walk off together. And we just see more B-roll of, you know, people reuniting at Heathrow. And all of this is, like, real people that they filmed at the airport and then asked for permission afterwards, which is really cool. Oh. But that is love,
2: actually. Oh, my gosh. Wow. With the Beach Boys underneath. with God
1: only knows knows what I'd be without you. Yeah. Yeah. The
2: jingle bells make it Christmas. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's it's so delightful. I mean, if we're going like a British Christmas rom-com, I am more of a holiday, like the holiday person, but mm-hmm. yeah. Love actually is so good and it is such an enjoyable watch and I feel like the stories weave together in such a seamless way that doesn't feel forced that like you kind of do see with a Valentine's Day or a New Year's eve uh-huh. movie like this is really this type of film done at its best in my
2: opinion i totally agree i think it set like the standard for that mm-hmm. film you know and yeah. nothing else could quite match it um yeah i just think it is so heartwarming and if there's one story that doesn't speak to you there's at least two more that will yeah you know like it's kind of like a big like grab bag mm-hmm. of Mm -hmm. really just, like, touching stories. I think for me, my top
1: ones are Sarah and Carl. Mm -hmm. Heartbreaking, but speaks to me. Then it's Natalie and the Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. And then literally as of this watch, it's Jamie and Aurelia. Wow.
2: I mean, number one these days for me is probably – Honestly, Natalie and the Prime Minister, mm-hmm. I really do like that one. Um, I just, on this watch, his earnestness really came through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I watched uh, American Crime Story Impeachment. But like, I, <laughs> but it really came through. And mm-hmm. I think that that might be my number one right now. Very closely followed by Laura Linney and Carl. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because I think it's like the most well-scored. Mm-hmm. It's the most, like, honestly complex one. Yeah. Of not just like complications, like <laughs> Carl would say, but like it's truly complex. Yeah. And then just for the nostalgia of it all, it's gotta be Mark and Juliet for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really liked Jamie and Aurelia. Um I think there is it kind of reminds me of I think it's like portrait of a girl on fire mm-hmm. where they hardly speak to each other, but there's like this unspoken tension mm-hmm. and, you know, longing. Mm-hmm. um which i really love i think it's like just very pure mm-hmm. right because when you can't like actually communicate with someone you are paying attention to so much more detail yeah and then i actually really like the storyline of like Joanne- joanna and sam mm-hmm. i think it's just very cute very yeah. like wholesome
2: yeah
0: um and then i just in general really loved um hugh grant in this movie I want to watch more Hugh Grant movies. Like I think he's yeah. so like yeah. electric on the screen, and he's just like so enticing. So
1: sweetie boy. Yeah, we got to get more Hugh Grant on the schedule because there's like so many movies that we haven't even touched. Like Notting Hill, we got to do mm-hmm. at some point next year for sure. Yeah. But it's it's a really delightful Christmas movie. I mean, it definitely, obviously, it's all about love and the many forms in which it comes because obviously romance yeah. is the big one that is stressed, but we do see a lot of love in like familial relationships and in friendships and stuff like that. So I think just all around, it's a great movie to watch this time of year. Or honestly, really any time of year because it's not a super Christmas central movie like The Holiday where Christmas is not the main character. It's very much the backdrop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it for sure. Yeah, I would recommend
0: just to – you don't see a lot of romantic movies that come out anymore that aren't like – because I don't feel like this is a traditional rom-com in the mm-hmm. sense where it's like there's a punchline, got to hit that comedy note. Like yeah. it's more – um truthful i guess mm-hmm. like like down to earth yeah. Um, and i really like appreciated that so
1: I, I think that speaks a lot to like the british sense of humor where it's more dry yeah. and a little more cutting and it's less like we're going for the laugh it's more of that like understated wit
0: the wit yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so what would you guys um rate it
1: we'll start off with story story is going to be a
2: five for me because there's Mm -hmm. so many like I simply think the dexterity with which they like handle the volume of stories Mm -hmm. is really really like deftly done
1: yeah I I agree with you I'm also going to be a five for story because the it's so so well balanced like the pacing of this movie is honestly impeccable given the amount of people that they are juggling. That's not an easy Mm -hmm. feat. And I never realized until today when I was taking notes on it just how long this movie is. It is very long. Very long. But Mm -hmm. it does not feel that way at all.
2: And I have a feeling a lot was cut from it too, which means that like the editing had to have been a really harrowing process. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I would give it – I'm going to give it like
0: a four. Mm -hmm. Um... Just because it's not my favorite, like, but I do think that it's really well written. It's really well crafted. So undoubtedly have to give um, props to that.
1: Next up, we
2: have performances. That's the thing about an ensemble cast. Mm -hmm. It really runs the gamut, right? You've got, all I want for Christmas is you. But then you've (laughs) also got, like, Hugh Grant or, like. I don't know if this is a stretch,
0: but I want to say a 4.5. Because I do think that these are some pretty big stars. They're really talented. Um, but,
2: you know, there are moments. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that purely on the basis of Emma Thompson, like, making up yeah. everything that's lacking. Like, she's carrying the w- – her and Liam Neeson, like, just the way that they take these kids so seriously and they take, like, mm-hmm. their roles as parents so seriously. Yeah is huge because that's so not central to the movie, but Mm -hmm. when they're on screen, it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I will uh,
1: agree with Mo at a 4.5. Yeah. I will also join you on the 4.5. And last but not least, Christmas spirit, Christmas cheer. It's interesting because there is
0: like, it's about love. It's about love around Christmas time, Mm -hmm. but there isn't like, it's not like we're decorating the tree and we're like – yeah, blah, blah blah Mm-hmm. So,
2: uh, I'm gonna give it a a three point five. Ooh i I was originally thinking a four, but I think not to just like defer to you, Mo, <laughs> continually. But I think <laughs> that that's exactly it, because like, I mean, it deals with the weird things you deal with around Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Like. Yeah. Who's my priority? Oh, I'm realizing I don't want to visit my family. I want to visit the housekeeper I fell in love with. Mm -hmm. Or, like,
0: yeah, for sure.
2: Like, who do I give a gift to? My mistress and my wife? Who gets what? Like, Mm -hmm. there's like the Christmas is very much a plot device almost. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's not like this is a movie about Christmas. So I think, yeah, 3.5 is definitely correct.
1: We actually don't see Christmas Day at all in this movie.
2: you're so right yeah that's so true Um, and while this
1: see it's it's difficult because like while this movie is not christmas central in its nature and in its plot it does do a very good job of getting me in the christmas spirit Mm -hmm. so for that i'm going to give it a 3.75
2: oh um, so delicious yes um yeah i agree mm-hmm. i'm always in the mood for love and if it's love at christmas even better yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly that's how i do yes
1: well thank you so much monica for joining us <laughs> for yes, this recording
2: thank you. oh my gosh girls thank you so much for having me again it's been it's been an honor to <laughs> hang out with you at yk y2k christmas yes um Thank you so much. It's just been so much fun. Oh, it's been a blast. Oh, it's been a blast having yeah. you.
1: It's been long awaited to have you on the pod. So I'm glad it finally totally. was able to happen.
2: My God, I'm glad it was for this movie, yes. which I didn't realize I knew as well until we were
1: <laughs>
0: faced Flip. with
2: notes. Yeah, <laughs> Flip. Flip.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And if the listeners want to keep
2: up with what you're doing, would you like to tell them where they can follow you and where they can find you? absolutely my handle is at ms monica michelle ms monica michelle for the sleepover squad that is a direct reference to at ms leah michelle from uh her Uh, better days her better days very nice (laughs) just never got changed so uh yeah find me there let's be friends uh talk about love actually <laughs>
1: beautiful and while you're following people on instagram you should definitely follow us at movies that raised us um we have a lot of great content going on we have our daily gift guide we have our daily cocktail movie pairing so you're definitely going to want to check that out you can also mm-hmm. follow us on twitter at mtru_pod,
0: and you can follow us on tiktok at movies that raised us pod or if you have some more thoughts you'd like to get out um, you can email us at movies that raised
1: us at gmail.com. And we will see you next week for, our, oh my God, our last Christmas movie. I can't believe Holy it. Moly. It's so wild. Holy
0: moly. I would say quite topical, quite relevant.
1: Yeah. It's it's going to be a big one. Um, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. very excited. You guys were very, very excited to see us cover this yeah, movie. You're so. adamant that we cover it. Yeah. We will see you next week for the last christmas movie yes i'm mo and i'm christina and our theme song is by garrett schmidt Bye. bye